Welcome back to the show. Oh, it was a big wig week. I'm so excited to be back here and just, you know, recap it all. Um, welcome to the pod. Guess what? We n- Next week, we might have a new Guess intro what? for you. So get <laughs> fucking ready. It's your girl, Anna Roisman. I'm here with my girl, Andrea Lopez. What's up? Dre Drizzy, what's up, my girl? Anna, oh my God, we do have a big wig week. We have... <sighs> A new intro, which honestly is going to be life changing. Not that I didn't like your first selection. My first selection is a royalty free (laughs) music that I found on premiere that no one gave a shit about. I know if you're still a listener, if they're still a listener, they're here for us. They're not here for the intro, but they're going to love the intro, though. You're going to love it. You guys are going to. It's our personalities. I'm just telling you, it's just such a more pizzazz of what we need. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I I can't wait till we actually they're going to be like, wait, it wasn't on this one. But the next episode, it's going to be on it, I believe. And you guys have to comment on it. Like you have to leave us some you have to DM us and let us know if it's good. If you have notes, you know, I want I want the feedback. I really do. Notes. Give us notes on the intro. I mean, it's not that we haven't been working on it for five weeks. You better have selective notes. Okay. Yeah. And and positive feedback. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We can only handle the most nicest, sweetest comments. But yeah, I can't wait to showcase that. And we're waiting for episode 20 because episode 20 is a humongo bungo big wiggy episode. Episode 20. I know we got to do. I want to do a prank call for episode 20. We got to do something wild, something a little crazy because 20 is sort of like I feel like we're at the point in our like relationship, you know, with this podcast and working with each other where it's like. That's like the three month mark in a in a dating relationship where you're kind of Mm -hmm. like, will we won't we? You know what I mean? 20 episodes is a commitment. (laughs) So it's either like, are we going for it? Are we going to keep doing this? Keep building this, you know, or has it been fun? You know, (laughs) has it been fun? And we lay it to rest. Are you about to break up with me, Anna? No, not at all. I'm in it for the long (laughs) haul, honey. I see us. I see us on a stage. Speaking of, I see us on a stage. Andrea uh, did an amazing cameo on my show the other night and people are still talking to me and they think we planned that bit. And I said, absolutely not. (laughs) Anna's show was so incredible. This is the first ever, first ever of this type of show. It was the Jewish American prodigy show. And it matched. I thought you did such a great job with like the overall theme because you had so many parts that went back to the name and you really told a story. And for the first pass of it, I'm telling you, like I was fully not just as your friend. I was fully invested and entertained throughout the entire show. Thank you. And. I loved to be a part of it. And yeah, you have to get into the bit that that you did that you didn't plan, but it became a bit. (laughs) Thank you for saying that, first of all, because I was very nervous and I'm still people are like, you must be on cloud nine. And I I just said this (laughs) on uh, if you listen to the Taylor Strecker show, I just said I'm actually not on cloud nine. And I I wish I was, but I I stayed up very I was even after we we hung out after I stayed up and grilled Jared until like 4 a.m. on just like did this part work? I didn't feel like this part did. Did this land? Like I, I'm so critical of myself. I'm a perfectionist that I will sit Mm -hmm. there and be like, it was good. I have certain things I'd probably, you know, do better differently next time. And I, I don't know. I'm just like, I think it's always like a work in progress. Like it was the first time I did the whole thing. I had done one. We, we did a rehearsal the day before in, in like a rehearsal space. And then we did like a, you know, a sound check, which wasn't the whole show. It was just kind of like cues and stuff. But I was very nervous. But um, thank you for saying that because it was like, it feels like I, oh yeah, you did. You accomplished something cool. It was a really warm, great room. It was very fun to do it in that room. It's my favorite venue in the city. So 
Shout out Joe's Pub. Shout out. Yeah. Thank you for being there. I know we love Joe's Pub. Wait. So the bit. So my show. Yeah. I do tell a story throughout it. I tell a bunch of stories, yeah. but there is kind of a theme, a general theme. Hopefully my impressions were seamless because I didn't want to f- make it feel like I was forcing impressions on people. Like I wanted it to be a. Mm-hmm. Like they, there were you know, the order changed a bunch, and I like put them in in certain places based on like what I was talking about. So I hope that I thought they were good. Oh, it was totally understood, and it was integrated so well. In fact, I started. That's what I meant. Into, <laughs> like, yeah, that's it, it integrated into the storyline. It did really cool. I, every time that you kind of like led into it, I was like, oh, I know where this is going, but only because I'm so accustomed to like knowing your voices. So. Yeah. Um, I thought as somebody who would like put together that that sequence, I thought it felt very natural. And I fully I will say there wasn't a favorite favorite part because I had like three favorite parts. So it's hard to choose like the actual pinnacle. But I lost it at Steve. Really? I full on was like belly laughing at Steve. because. (laughs) <laughs> because it was just I was too I broke doing Steve you broke you which broke. I don't I normally I, I, I laughed harder he's easy for me to not I don't usually break that much doing Steve but <laughs> yeah. I I'll tell you why I broke so I did Steve if you guys know I do a Steve impression from Sex and the City Miranda yeah. you know oh yeah. Miranda and uh <laughs> and I literally walked out in the audience with Steve and my friend Katie who is your friend too now my friend Katie uh, her kids go to school with Cynthia Nixon's son. So Katie and I have had this ongoing like joke that I'm going to show up at like school pickup as Steve just to get this TikTok. Yeah. And I said, no, you yeah. got to warn her. I'm not going to ambush Cynthia, the queen, Cynthia Nixon. I can't just show mm-hmm. up as Steve and she'll be like, what the, f- who, it's, who is this fucking person? And yeah. so Katie, like, she'll be like, oh, come to my kids. Like, come to their talent show. Like her kids in the talent show tonight. I'm like, I can't. I need, you know, I need you to tell her first. So she hasn't told her yet. I don't think that like I do the video. She, I'm sure <laughs> Cynthia Nixon is somewhat aware because I've tagged her in a bunch, you know? Oh, I don't think, yeah. I think if you're at all active on social media, you've probably seen it, right? The Kardashians have probably seen our stuff, but like Somebody's chosen not gotta send to her. invite us to dinner yet. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know why, but it's okay. We're still waiting. I put on the Steve costume and I walk, I was walking out in the audience and my friend Katie is sitting there. And she knows the bit. She knows anything I see that's like red. It could be Miranda. And she's in head to toe red, like like accessorized in cherry earrings, like literally head to toe. <laughs> and I was dying because I see her and immediately yes. I don't think you heard this, but I immediately look at her and I go, Miranda. Oh, wow. You just you're dressed all in, in red. Yeah. You know, I never knew. And she goes, oh, fuck. I'm a target, aren't I? <laughs> like she didn't realize it. <laughs> literally to your face while you're in full Steve costume yes that's when I lost Uh, it and I just started to laugh and then I was like pull it together you have other stuff you were gonna do pull it together um yeah it was was fun it was fun to like dribble a basketball around Joe's pub that That was was, okay it's the dribbling of the dead air no air basketball that also (laughs) sends me there was like, some error like there struggling. was some error in it Liz pumped it before the show for me she was she such did. a good stage <laughs> I forgot I didn't have she a basketball it's funny it. I have a basketball in New York that I left in a closet in my apartment but I forgot to like organize that or get that so I was like do you have a basketball she's like yeah and then she pumped it for me and then yeah what a good um, stage mom the props are necessary you know what they are I, I at first I was like eh, it's not a big deal I don't need the basketball whatever and I, I probably didn't yeah. but it, it does make no, it, it even funnier it, it adds to it. You're like bouncing the ball throughout the tables. It's so yeah. good. Steve's a basketball player, you know? He, why wouldn't he have it? For, 
I bring it everywhere. <laughs> for better or for worse. For, for point or no point, Steve's a basketball player. Absolutely. Um, were you surprised when Absolutely. I did the David Eigenberg thing? Wasn't that silly? When I, I, I brought Steve read, back at the end, I read the David Eigenberg text. Yeah. I I loved that. I thought that was a, a nice moment. Thank In you. In character, nonetheless. Thank you. So I think it was a success. A sold Thanks. out show. That's humongo. It was so fun. And then, so what she was talking about before, I did Kris Jenner, obviously, because we love doing our Kardashians. Duh. And um, and I was really, the Kris video, that, so I played some videos like beforehand just so I could change or whatever. And I had a very small mirror backstage. And I like, I put my hair in a bun and I just like <laughs> put the wig on. No wig cap. You I only had time for wig caps. Yeah, uh, right. You had like 10 seconds between each character switch. So kind of right? less than that. I did it fast. Well, that one I had like almost a minute, like a minute. And uh, but I hadn't done these yet. You know, I don't have a dresser and yeah. I'm just fucking yeah. doing it backstage myself. And I put the crisp wig on. I go, something doesn't feel right about this, but I have to go out like that's it. You don't have any more time. And I go out and the wig is fully backwards. Like like backwards, <laughs> backwards. And I noticed it. And I think I said something or whatever. And I was like, yeah. And then I tried to fix it. And then my hair fell out the back. And it was just like, oh, this is a nightmare. And for me, you know, I had a whole bit like plant. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, Anna, you're going to fuck up your whole show. You put the wig on backwards. This sucks. <laughs> you're doing a bad job. Like that is my inner brain, you know, and people of were course. laughing. And I was like, are they just laughing because of the wig? They're not laughing because of my impression. They're just laughing because I fucked this wig up. And then I go over to Andrea, who like starts to fix my terrible hair. Like, of course, you made it a bit. And then you were like, did you and Corey like have sex on the way over here? And everyone lost it. And they were like, oh, that's why she put the wig on backwards so she could say that line. <laughs> Everyone's convinced that was like pre-planned. And I was like, no, she's just that good. We're that good. We really are. Like, we love we to pick our each other up, you know, and done. it's so yeah. silly. So thank it you is. for correcting my... <laughs> my Anna, I know that you are so good that I also believed it was a bit I was like girl she's setting me up gave me a layup I'm like you crazy bitch did you have slob kebabs with Corey in the car over and I it was, was like, too good I love to have sex in a plane with Corey <laughs> I'm really excited we have to plan something I was telling you this we have to plan something for the um release of the kardashians it's may 25th it's in like day a couple days from now we have a lot of content oh of chris and God. chris and court so i think we're gonna it's adding up it's it's honestly exhausting knowing it all the things they just have so much going on and i know that like we're not even in fully we're not the momager really but all of the child's name announcements and the poosh and the skins and the show and they it's just never ending it's crazy which is it's great insane. for impressionists, I guess. You know, we always have material to draw from. I think we it do really a best of. Us. I think we do a best of video for the release of the show, maybe. A best of. You know what? I just got in contact with a potential new editor. I'm about to, I'm about to send all of our stuffs. Best of. She's looking for like more people. And I'm going to send her all the videos and just be like, pick it. Pick the best ofs. Because we have so much to pick from now. We really do. And we have new videos that are going to come out. So I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Literally after this podcast, I was like, she was like, okay, I'm going to take a look at the Skims footage. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a look at the New York night out footage. You know, that still needs to come out. I know. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to make it happen. We've got a lot coming. 
Um, we got a lot coming. Well, because let's tell them about yesterday. We actually, Anna hit me up and goes, Dre, we got to go to the Skims pop-up. I go, Anna, who and what? After your big show, she wants to get up and get over to 30 Rock to do the Skims pop-up, which, by the way, is absolutely mind-blowing that this family finagled their way to 30 Rock and had a whole <laughs> pop-up personalized Skims entire store it's wild with security to boot i was like this okay, is but it's not even bananas it's, can we just describe it though it's not just like a pop-up like four walls and you know they're selling shirts inside it's not, there's it's a not the three little diving pigs. board this, it's an installation there's a Dude. full-on fountain Dude. that looks like a diving board into a pool now i need to know what and it's all blue like, like a pool it's all blue, but I need to know like what 30 Rock looks like without the diving board. Cause I thought there was always a fountain there and no, it's just like this little tiny little pond thing, but they yeah. had water coming out of the installation. Yeah. Of the like top of the like pop up, the actual like store that they built. Yeah. To look like a diving board. Who even do you talk to, to plan an installation, to get the water main from 30 Rock to go into the pop-up installation? I have no what? idea. But it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable to look at. It really, it, it really is remarkable to look at. I'm really just, it's, the vision is just I'm all there. Blown away. And the line was over an hour long, guys. It wrapped around the Rockefeller well, it's not a ice skating rink. It's a now, roller but, rink you know, right with now. The flags. It's a roller rink. We got to go roller skating over there, Anna. Oh, God. <laughs> we have to go oh. roller skating. We should go roller skating as uh, as Luann and Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> How random would that be? Did you see I put out my Luann? I never even got my feedback from Andrea, my housewife's <laughs> queen. She's telling me we're going to Bravo come. We're doing this. I go, okay, okay. You know, I'm like, I'm like the like kid who's yeah. like, all right, put your, put your training shoes on. Put you got to get a housewife <laughs> under your belt. And I was like, all right, I'll do Luann. I bought this wig months ago. I waited on it. I waited. I finally do this video. Um, How was it? Was it okay? Oh, and it was so good. It was fantastic. And you thought, I know you just like filmed it right outside. There was people there. So like you were just, you know, you're doing what you could with the environment. I know this freaking people just giving you looks, but you pulled through. I thought it was great. I mean, it's, it's a Luann. The next Thank thing we got to do is, is get you into the cabaret. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. You know, I'm ready to sing. I asked my mom what Absolutely. her favorite part of my show was the other night. And she said the singing. I said, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> you you really, and this is a this is a bad part as a friend on, on my part, but yeah. I haven't made it to your Joe's pub shows to see you sing. Oh. Your voice, I got chills when you did Mamma Mia. Oh, really? I was like, I fucked that one up. I was so tired by the end. I was like, wow, I'm not even singing the right lyrics, but thank you. You could have fooled me. I was like, damn. I thought it was so, such a great voice. I mean, Thank you. you held the notes. You'll come to the next really? Joe's Pub show. They I need people will. next Thursday night. Not this Thursday. Next Thursday, you guys. I'm singing at Joe's. It's a Hall & Oates show, which Hall & Oates can write, uh, writes amazing songs. And I am good. singing okay. one I'd never heard before, but it's a good song. <laughs> I'm singing. Never heard this song in my life, but hey, we're going to put it together. We're yeah. going to sing a tune. No, it'll be fun. No, I love it. It'll be a, it'll be a fun time. Um, Thank you so much for saying it. Anyway, Skims pop-up was wild yesterday. So we went, we filmed a bunch. Shout out to our friend Katie. Um, And uh, we got a lot of, we got a lot of shit to cut from that, which will be, it's, it's very funny to, to do that. You know, did you, do you enjoy doing it in public or do you prefer Courtney in private? 
public. I do have fun, but I feel as though when people look at us, they don't know what we're doing exactly. And I think eventually they catch on and then we have like the crowd loving it. But at first it's just like a lot of like dirty looks like what are these bozos doing? Like we got kicked out by that security guard. Oh yeah, we got, got we almost got kicked in. out. We got kicked out. Kicked out. <laughs> kicked this freaking in. guy comes up and he's like, I'm sorry, I let you do your thing. I, I don't want to make a scene, but you got to get out of here. Who are you representing? We're like, who are we representing? Um, Anna and Andrea. That's who yeah. we're representing. I wanted to be like, <laughs> we're shooting it- a pilot for peacock (laughs) yeah for peacock we're represented by peacock i do actually feel better when we get hired by a bigger house like bravo you know wants us to do a a clip for them and i feel a little bit more like we have representation yeah but best believe we go and we do it live and i think it's actually fun because then you can tell people like anna was oh my god (laughs) the way you the way you coined us you're like follow us at big wigs (laughs) yeah i did you guys come on someone's gotta be the momager i was fully in my chris jenner and they were like where can we find this and i was like at big wigs and then you'll see both of our (laughs) names below it okay (laughs) it does make it easier than giving them two profiles to go to you were like just look at big wigs get us there we're even closer to a thousand because i think you told people to follow us so i'll take it hell yeah 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 we're listed there it's so easy if we're doing it together i'm like well we also have a show check us out honey check Check us us out out. um it was a mistake to do it the day after my show i will say i was so tired i'm still so tired and not because i just performed a show i think you build up all those nerves and adrenaline and then like i didn't really sleep well and then i'm just like yeah it's a lot it was i don't know i'm 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 old now you know it's hard i'm i'm old did you like my age i i joke about my age i love it you come to see me (laughs) (laughs) i was just gonna say anna you're 26 anna you're a spring chicken yeah i'm 26 um yeah Yeah. we'll see we'll see what i do for august i'll probably do the same show but i'll probably change some stuff in it you know a couple things here and there as you should no i really don't think it needs to be changes but i know you like once you do the show it's so good to just take a take a second look at a couple things make a little tweaks wherever you felt like there needed to be something um but i really thought it was incredible i mean Thank you. I wouldn't even change the sequence of it. I loved the sequence. I loved the flow. It didn't feel long to me at all. Thank Felt you. Like a great amount. It's very kind of you. I feel yeah. It was something I said I'd do this year, and so you know what? I did it. Right. That's a that's a that's a big check mark. Big wig check mark, honey. Big wig check. It yeah. really was. Yeah. And I sold it out. So you know what? Maybe I broke even. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see. I was gonna say because you have to pay so much. So many little costs go into making up a whole production with the photographer and the director, the producer. So it's a lot. If you broke even, girl. That's great. Yeah, I think so, which will be really nice. Um, and I made, if you guys are going to come in August, I made the tickets cheap. It's the cheapest at Joe's Pub that you could do. It's like $20 a ticket because you do, it's a, it's a venue where you buy food and drinks and it's like, you know, it's a sexy place. It's not like a cheap drink place though. That's why I'm like, people who go know they're going it- for a night out. I, and I enjoy that. You're not getting a seltzer. I ordered a dirty martini with like oh, some yeah. yummy olives. I was like, oh, girl, look at I her mean, it ordering was like the dirty. Andrew Carmeline, who does the Dutch. And like, it was like, it's wow. like a real like, you know, the, the food and beverage at, at Joe's Pub has always been. I don't know if it's still Andrew Carmeline. That's bad if it's not because I have to check on that. But it, it's <laughs> um, just take a little check there. Well, yeah. let me tell you, best fries oh, I've yeah. had in the city, in the city. Big wig bite of the week, baby. Uh, we're gonna have a sounder there put it in 
big wig by the way okay so i was telling her i said did you eat anything there because they do have amazing i, I don't eat french fries famously so i don't know if you knew that about me but i i don't i haven't had what french you, fries <laughs> what do you, you guys i'm sorry what I'm sorry. wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> yeah you want to rewind a second <laughs> rewind wait wait, minute you're telling me you you're, you don't eat cheese and that's for that's for a stomach thing we fully we'll, we'll we give you a pass on that i'm sorry you say you don't eat um french fries for why what who <laughs> also for my stomach so god damn it when was it uh i guess it was about 13 years ago oh 12 or 13 <laughs> Hold on, let me. Back in my sixties, in thirteen years ago, <laughs> I, I take a medication. I take two medications every day for my stomach. And every I, day, every day, every morning, and then I take. Um, it used to be th- one at night too, but I they've weaned me off oh of that. But I'm always, gosh. I'm always in pain. And you know what? Maybe this will. I, I don't know. I, I do need some sort of surgery thing, but whatever. Um, and. And I live off of Tums. Like I eat Tums. Like it's like, do you want a piece of gum? Like I'm like, do you want some Tums? Really? Like I have it all of the time. Um, the Chewy Tums are bomb. They are good. I, I'm into the Chewy Tums. I got some. I really like those. I just got onto them, and I think they're on to something. That's my big wing bite tums. of the week. Those Chewy Tums. <laughs> are you kidding me? Those are they're they're incredible. The the red and the yellow ones too. Have you had those? The lemonade ones or whatever. I have not, and now I'm getting hungry. What they have? They're now flavoring the tums. Oh, they're good. Yeah. No, let me tell you. I went to a drugstore and I couldn't tums. find them, and I was like, boom, boom, boom. Amazon on the spot. You know, order them to my house. Boom. Um, literally like from a CVS. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the fries thing. Here's the thing. So my my GI, my stomach doctor, when I went mm. years and years ago. Like one of the, you know when we were trying to figure out what is wrong with me, um, what's going on? You know they they said I had really I have really bad IBS and really bad acid reflux. Um, not a good combination. You know what I mean? Just not fun. And That's a lot going on. A lot of people say you know people say it's a Jewish thing that you have a bad stomach that our ancestors <laughs> passed these on to us. You know it's it's really sad because h- how much do we have to endure as as the Jewish people? But way too much. Like yeah. as if you need one more thing to complain about, you don't. And it, it's now it's just shooting you down when you're already down we have weak stomachs so i went and they said well for acid reflux here are the things to cut out okay they tell you and some of the people listening you know what i'm talking about they tell you no red wine no acidic fruits no tomatoes no deep fried foods no chocolate and i said excuse me um those are my main food groups so how do i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I'm not changing my life for this. This is insane. I'm like I had peanut M&Ms and an orange juice for breakfast. Like I don't understand what what, what am I supposed to eat now, you know? I was I was so young. And yeah. I was young. And so I thought I, child. I thought okay. I I wanted to do something. I was like cut one thing that you know you can get everywhere. What can you get at every restaurant you go to? French fries, right? And I loved French fries. I love French fries. And I thought, I know that's the deep fried food I eat the most. You know what I mean? A donut you can eat, you can pass, whatever. A French fry, you can get it with every fucking lunch you order at any place. So I thought, all right, I won't eat French fries anymore. Maybe that'll make me feel better. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. When people are like, that's weird. uh, It's not weird to me because that is the one thing you can get everywhere. I will still eat onion rings. I will still eat tater tots. It's not like I'm like, 
it's just a principle in my head because I'm like, if I start eating fries again, I could order them everywhere. So I don't, I don't eat them. So you don't eat fries. Okay. I'm so sorry. And this was something that was very hard to explain to like Jared when I first started dating him, you know, and I, I see Andrea sitting there judging me with her like, like your mouth right now looks like you had that like buckle fat surgery. She's like, mm-hmm, piercing, pursing her lips like, mm-hmm, so you don't eat fries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. So a tater tot, well, she will shove down her throat, but not a fry. Then I love that. If once I hear that, you know, when you're on a date and you're explaining and the guy thinks you have a stick up your ass because because you don't eat a certain thing. He's like, oh, Jesus Christ. She sounds like a lot just because you don't eat fries. But then you say it's for this. And also I do indulge in tater tots. And yeah. then it's like, oh, OK, OK, OK. I'll eat a tempura fried shrimp. <laughs> but you can't get that everywhere. You know what I mean? Like those are things you, you get once in a while. And I know that that night will suck for me. You that know what I mean? Night. <laughs> yes. So even if you're getting really, really sick, the stomach is all- in pain you already feel it coming on then you already can jump on the tums or you just have to endure and just hope it passes quickly oh i'm always in pain i'm in pain from my snack like it, it's just something i, ca- I live we with started the pain. show and, and i literally girl. was like my stomach hurts oh no i was like what did she eat i i have nothing because i've been traveling i have nothing in my house we ate uh, i ate a frozen veggie burger and i thought this will be fun i'll just microwave it and i'll put some feta cheese on it fake feta cheese you know not dairy but it's so good this fake feta <laughs> and and plant-based feta or fake whatever. feta of course and so. I don't know. And I had a pickle. Tasty. Like, I literally, you know, when you're starving and you like scrounge for anything in your house, oh, we had anything. some pepperonis. Like, I don't know. I just ate the stuff. The pickle is always a good pick me up because they obviously don't soil. So you can leave them in your fridge forever. Yeah, so you forever. always have that. It's a safe bet. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, I just tried the Nutella biscuits. I, I posted about it because Teresa posted about it. <laughs> I I got army pants and flip flops because. Katie was wearing army pants and flip flops, so I also got army pants and flip flops. You're literally like Um, Teresa was eating Nutella bites, so I got the Nutella bites. I also got the Nutella bites. Well, what's funny is we got the same care package because we got invited to the book launch party of this uh, the owner and the wife. It's uh, the Sweet Paisana on on TikTok. She's called the Sweet Paisana, so she sent it to us. I went, and I think Teresa that night had I think her daughter's graduation. She was somewhere. Oh no, she was on Watch What Happens Live. But she's eating the the Nutella. She's like, oh my god, these Nutella crackers are so yummy. I had like two of them, and I'm like, wow, she only ate two. Like they can't be that good. Like <laughs> when you when you overindulge in cookies, you eat like ten Oreos, right? Yeah, she's the like, whole I had box. two. They were so good. It's like, <laughs> so okay. And then I open up the box from Sarah and I go, oh my God, this, this is the same Nutella. Like, what are the chances? And then I realize, oh, she also sent the same box to Teresa, but Teresa couldn't go. <laughs> and they were fire. They're very good. Nutella biscuits. Nice. Do you like Nutella? I Sometimes. I've never been a huge, huge fan. Like, someone's like, okay. oh, we got to put Nutella on the, like, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't love hazelnut. I think that's it. I love oh, the chocolate. Hazelnut. It is. It is. It is hazelnut. You're right. It's a different form of it. It is. Yeah. I love chocolate. If it was just a chocolate spread, I'd be all over it. But I think ben. the hazelnut, sometimes I'm like, nah. Eh. Um, eh. The way I said something, I know we're going to go really off topic with this, but I'll keep it quick. No. Did you see Adam Lambert's rendition of Cher, but he sang The Muffin Man? No. On Jimmy Fallon. I, I did breeze by. The, it's like Jimmy Fallon's like other show, right? Like the like. Yes. Yeah. I, I didn't see it, but I I know can of I, it. 
can I play a small clip of it? Because I think as an impressionist, this was an outstanding performance Okay. of the Muffin Man as Cher. I already have it keyed up. And I'm sorry if this is crazy. We can delete this from the episode. But no, was so good. stop. Okay, ready? I can't wait. Adam Lambert performs the Muffin Man as Cher. I did hear this. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's incredible. I voted for him. So good. One more part. Who lives on Drury Lane? Oh, oh my God, I love next. it. That's like, amazing. That was sensational. He's so good. We do. Uh, Adam Lambert can do anything so with his good. voice. There's a reason he's the f- cover, uh, the singer for Queen now. You know what I mean? Like, no one can wow, sing like him. I did not know that. He's like, you know when they say he's the rebirth of an old artist? Who would you compare him to That like in the past generation? Freddie Mercury. Like, Freddie he's Mercury? Like, yeah. Whoa. Because he's singing for, he's singing, he is Freddie Mercury now. He is. Because I guess he got cast for that. <laughs> Anna, I didn't even, I didn't even relate that. I was like blown up. I was like, really? After I was like, wait, that he yes, got cause... chosen for queen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way, bitch. That's crazy. Because Freddie Mercury's voice was like unparalleled. And I think Adam yeah. Lambert has that kind of a range and they saw that. And it's very funny because queen is such a legendary band, but they, yeah. they, they noticed him when he was on American Idol and they were like, this kid can sing any fucking song in the whole world. And that's what Freddie could do. So come sing with us. And he's on. T- he's been on tour with them for years, which is so fucking cool. For years? Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, I want to go see them. They're coming to LA in November. You should come. I want to go see Adam Lambert and Queen. Oh my god! So okay, badly. done and done. Well, he's on this new show. No, it was a. It was at Sundance. So I he sat on the panel that I questioned with Ben Platt because they're in the theater camp uh, movie together. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I didn't even because when you're on, you have like five people in front of you for the movie, you can only have two minutes with them. So I was asking them questions about theater camp, obviously. And but after watching that, like, I just want to sing share with him. Like, I just want to ask him about if, you know, I just now I feel sad that I didn't have that opportunity. But um, he's a star. He's a star. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Um, Absolute. Okay, so your big wig bite of the week was French fries. That's where we left off. (laughs) And I told you my whole fried thing. Wait. I had a question for you because the fry thing, I had to eat one once. I wanted to tell you this. After the the, the full breakout, like the fallout with the fries. Yeah. And this was like about 12 years ago. And I had this big meeting. I didn't tell you this. I had this meeting. Oh, you did. You did. I think I did. And she made me eat. You ordered it. That's one. No, I didn't order it. I I was at this meeting. She was eating lunch. She was ordered. She goes, please have a fry. And I said, no, 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 I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. No, have one. And I was like... (laughs) I took like the the like nub, you know, like the one that was like broken off. I was like, <laughs> oh my oh, yeah, God, ketchup. so okay. good. Dippy dip, dip, dip. I was like, this never happened. You never had this. This is, this is never happening. I don't think that's the same with people who are sober, but you know, I was like, no, this never happened. If you're sober, yeah. <laughs> one little sip of that alky and you're, you're starting over. You're starting over. You're yeah. back on the, the saddle. I didn't tell Jared this information. I didn't even tell him I didn't eat cheese when we first started dating. Did you ever withhold information from a date? Like, because you were like, I'm not giving it all up right now. You know, I, I want, I don't want them to yeah, judge right. me for things right now. 
Um, the fact that if I eat anything spicy or oniony, my farts are so bad. <laughs> and I can't hold the farts in because then I will get astronomically painful cramps if I hold in too much air. And I'm I'm a gassy girl when I'm eating those onions. Like it's bad. But I've now I've now narrowed it down to olives, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, hummus, chickpeas, bad time. Oh yeah, dry. those but are I very bad for yeah. So I won't any eat those bean, on a date or any, any type of bean, bean legume. No. You know what I didn't though? Okay, no, I'm gonna get way too off topic. The bean dip we had, I actually had no gas at Liz's, the bean dip, which was Oh yeah, fun. I love that. The desert pepper oh. bean dip. It's a classic. Oh my god, I would eat that as a meal. <laughs> With a spoon. I want to lather my body Just up. Open that jar up. Can oh. I be honest? I want to make content for Desert Pepper. <laughs> I have told them too. You should. You should. I'm fully supporting that because it's so good. I want to. Uh, maybe we can do a I big wig. Maybe we can do a partnership with them. Our first With partnership. Desert Storm. What Desert is it Pepper. Called? It's the only salsa my mom bought for me growing up. Desert Pepper. Really? Oh, it's like a white people. Um, I guess <laughs> it's like the salsa you what find. What salsa in did you get? I don't know. Fucking like, uh, what did we eat? Well, no, it was homemade. My abuelita made yeah, it because oh, she it's made. homemade. Yeah, there you go. It's homemade. I'm sorry, you know. Um, no, that's the jarred salsa that I I still buy it's it. So good. It's so yeah. good. The 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 other one, the black bean corn roasted pepper one. That one's a really good one fire mm. um, i'm gonna tell them i talked about it on the podcast today because i've been in touch with them i have um this is a perfect moment then cut this clip yeah desert pepper let's tell them desert pepper uh we are two bigwigs and we've chosen your brand as the first partnership that we would like to do because <laughs> we fucking loves your salsa we loved your bean dip we are talking up the bean dip on the podcast which is a big moment f- for for us and for you <laughs> <laughs> And together we will make greatness. Say bean dip again. Bean dip. Bean dip. Bean nice. dip. I know. I remember you took your bite the other night and you were like, what? What is this? This is the, the sensation in my mouth. It's, and Liz is like, having a fiesta. It's a bean dip. <laughs> it's the bean dip. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I, I couldn't even tell that it was bean dip. It tastes like, it's like some, something else. Yeah. It's that good. It was that good. Um Wait, what's something you withheld? You're saying you withheld from Jared? Oh, I didn't tell him I didn't eat cheese. And I remember there was a moment on our first date where he was straight up like, we, we went to an Asian restaurant because, you know, that was safe. I was like, yeah, that was safe. That, yeah. It is. And, and for it like is. in terms of dairy, I was like, yeah, I can eat everything there. And um, sure. He, and he was like, I love cheese. Cheese is, you know, cheese is amazing. You know, I, he started going off about cheese. I'm like, how boring is this date? Like, what the fuck is he? <laughs> We had already met, so you know what I mean? It was our first, like, date, yeah. but it wasn't, like, the first time we hung out or, like, saw each other. And my brain is going, you know what? You like this guy. Don't don't bring up the dairy don't. thing. Don't do not do that. <laughs> don't mess it up. And it's not lying, you know what I mean? It's, it's, with, it's keeping some stuff hidden, you know what I mean? Withholding information. Withholding that you information. you intend on telling later, yes. obviously. Right. When he's like, you want to order a pizza? And I'm like, can we get half of it without cheese? And he's like, what? <laughs> now that's his whole life, you know? <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> Here we are seven years later. Can you believe that? Oh, my God. Seven years. We didn't seven do anything. years. For our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. But like after a couple of anniversaries of the dating anniversary, 
it loses its spark, does it no. not? No. Oh no, we always do it big. And Jared even likes to do us every six months. He'll he'll be like, it's our seven and right, a half. No, that's six just and too half. damn much. That's just way past <laughs> any. I think we forgot this year. The only reason we didn't do it this year is we were flying to Philly like the night of our anniversaries, the day of our anniversaries. So we were like, yay. Philly. We were going there for my cousin's wedding, which was super fun. Oh, which was super fun. We didn't get to hear about the wedding. The wedding was great. It was a lot. It was like a three-day affair, but it was very fun. We had like the theme party on Friday. The theme party, the 70s disco. Yeah, which was very cool. It was at um, Reading Terminal in Philly, which is like, you know, Reading Terminal is like the the classic like food hall, like kind of like Chelsea Market in Oh, in New York, nice. but Reading Terminal is like known for the famous roast pork sandwich and they have like mm-hmm. all the, you know, it's like a bunch of different uh, vendors or whatever. And it's it's really so they had like some of the, the iconic vendors there, which was cool. Like they were doing like baby That's... Rubens that were like on little, you know, I would have you ate three. I would have eaten three. Like, oh, my God. It was so good. So good. And yes, I eat a Reuben without the Swiss cheese. Thank you very much. Okay. You, slop you could some- do vegan Swiss cheese. I'm sure it would taste the, ex- like truly vegan cheese tastes yeah. pretty similar. Oh my God. You froze. Hello. You froze for a second there. Am I back? Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. You're back. I'm back. Okay, cool. Um. Do you know the love of man? <laughs> do you know... <laughs> um, should we do an entire episode as Cher? I would love that. I have to. I I go into country when I do Cher. I would love that. Yeah, you sound like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a love I'm man. Old. I'm a love man. You know that in one college uh, for my directing class I chose to do a share music video most people did like <laughs> like a documentary about like you know about like trees in Boston or like I don't know like snooze something and I go I'm gonna recreate the share strong enough <laughs> music video with my two gay friends as my backup dancers and I'm just gonna have different locations and I'm just gonna like <laughs> iconic so that's, funny. That's Elle Woods level of Legally Blonde sending in a music <laughs> video for her application. I remember I need like, to see this. See, it's probably on YouTube still. I remember seeing all the other projects and I was like, oh, <laughs> did I do this right? Is this they said it could be any <laughs> oh kind of you had to direct and edit it. And I thought editing a music video is so easy and fun because you could just, do this in my sleep. Yeah, it's literally different scenes. Yeah, Same and you just thing. you just lay down the track, you and you cut, you cut, you cut, you cut to the beat. Done. You cut, you know. I was like, oh, I got this. Um, it's shot on a terrible camera, like it's grainy and terrible. Well, but back in the day, yeah. And I had a wind machine. Oh, I really like got into it, and I'm lip syncing. I didn't, I didn't sing it. I just fully just used the track. <laughs> <laughs> you just okay. Wait, what grade did you get? Because this is reminding me of a story. Very. Similar. I don't know. I don't remember, don't remember grades in college. This was like me my, neither. Grade yeah, grades. Right? I passed. I don't know. That's don't the most know. important thing. <laughs> Honestly, we had a one of my major. It wasn't a capstone class, but it was one of the major classes you had to pass. And our teacher. Um, 
his name was Professor Shoemaker, and he was a silver fox. Like, he was a zaddy if I've ever seen one. He mm. looked like it was like a Richard Gere, but even mm. more smoldering and tan. And everybody wanted to take Shoemaker's class. And one of the assignments was to make a production house's, like, opening credit. Like, the lion or yes. the the stars that go around that statue. Paramount. And my partner, Paramount. <laughs> Who you technically kind of still work for. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know that one? The stars. <laughs> the stars. So Careful. Sad. Don't let any of your bosses listen to this episode. They're going to be like, yeah, okay. Oh, whatever. They already got fired. <laughs> We're all fired. Um, it's because they've rebranded. And now I can't remember what's up from down. Okay. All these brands are are merging and they're changing. Like I can't keep up. But yes, Paramount. So we had to make one. And so I was kind of taking that like lion theme. So I made like a bunch of animals like walk across terrible graphics. I th- really, Anna, I thought I was doing something. She's fully so Noah's big. arcing this. Yeah. <laughs> She's if like, I know really? one thing, it's the Bible. And I made all these animal sounds. And he goes, honestly, he said the most iconic thing ever. It's like what a housewife he would say. He was like, I have. Uh, this would work if you were making irrelevant movies because this is irrelevant. This means nothing to me. What Whoa. is your production house about? But the opening line of just like, this would work if you were making irrelevant, <laughs> irrelevant movies. I was like, oh my God. This was <laughs> in college? So dumb. This was in college. We were all seniors and like everybody took this project obviously pretty seriously, but also nobody knew what to do. Like we're all students and you're supposed to make like an opening credit and all these things are so random. Yeah. Like I can't make a lion roar. I would have to use copyrighted material. Like where am I going to go to the zoo? It was insane. (laughs) So what was your major again? Television, radio and film. Oh. TRF. Ours was separate. So I was just television. Oh, I mean, I was just a BS in television. That's, that's BS my degree. in TV. <laughs> Which sounds fake. It sounds all made up. It does. It does. You're like, really? You just majored in television? Like, yeah. yep. That's what I did. You had to pick TV or film in the communication or, school. Did they have broadcast digital journalism? Broadcast journalism. Go out and do stories. Yeah. Was separate. And I was like, no, too serious. TV is where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Wait, that is so, so funny. I got terrible feedback on a project in college, too, for my producing class. You'll never uh, you'll never believe this. I came up. You guys, I'm I don't I'm going to brag here for a moment. I came up with the most brilliant TV. We had to come up with a pitch for a, a one hour TV show. Right. And yeah. the in the, the project was you had to pitch your show in front of the class. You had to make a deck and pitch it. Oh, and yes. Yes. My, my idea was it was like a, a drama but it was like okay there was a professor at this college I I kind of was like I'm gonna model it after like Berkeley like a very good smart school okay yeah. a, co- a, a science professor a science professor I can't talk science professor at Berkeley <laughs> um and they're the best science department in the nation and it's because this professor Whoa. gives them Adderall so these students are fucking awesome and they just are the top of the top in terms of like science in the country. And this was my TV show idea. I was like, you know, and here are all the characters. I'm feeling it. Yeah. And let me just say, this is pre breaking bad. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to say breaking bad stole my idea, but I'm going to say this was an idea I came up with before breaking bad came out. And my professor, 
And, you know, in the class, people are like, it's the year 3000 and robots have taken over <laughs> yeah. the world. And like, you know, yeah, the most obvious. Yeah. These dumb fucking TV show ideas. <laughs> he gives me a D. I'll never forget this. He gives a me a D, D on a, in a creative producing project. And I he says, oh, I said, t- can I speak with you about this? I don't understand. OK, let me just tell you this, professor. You want to know what his credits were? He directed the fucking he, now you're gonna be able to find him but i'm sorry he was really nasty to me the the lifetime movie of the menendez brothers that was like his one big credit and then he became a professor at, uh you know of television at boston university so and goes into his office he goes who are you he no i go in i go why did you get why did i get such a bad grade on this like this is a good show and he yeah. was like your show is the least believable show out of every project in the class you basically predicted the entire Adderall pandemic of our country. Well, you basically yeah, wrote but Euphoria. I also was like, immediately my brain goes, oh, he's a drug dealer. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and he's scared. I'm going to out this man. Like, I don't, yeah. it was so far out that I was just like, I couldn't understand this. So he goes, I'll give you the opportunity to redo the assignment and you can come up with another show to pitch. And so, and you had to pick like, which I was like, this is for like showtime. You know, like I knew, you know, it was like, I was like, this is the whole thing, whatever. And so I come back in with another project idea and it was like, okay, it's a bunch of camp counselors and they're at this camp (laughs) for the summer and it's for the CW and like this person hooks up with this person and then like they're in a fight all summer and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he was like, okay, good. That was a really good project. I was like, I couldn't, under- uh, to this day, I still don't understand. Uh, aside from him We're being stumped. a drug dealer, I still don't know what could it have been. <laughs> Did it remind him of his own life? Like what could it have been that kept him from, right? other than him being a drug dealer? Like was, what did he have against that story? I was like, I'm sorry. So the robot show, that that's believable to oh, you, but my drug dealer professor is not. Um, Huh? So bad. He must have been on thin ice with the board and he was about ready to get fired. He's like, this will put it over the edge. So bad. But also, who are these professors giving us this kind of feedback on these creative ideas? They're like, they're literally saying, hey, take your imagination and run with it. Here's the assignment, though. You got to make a video or you got to make a pitch or you got to make this. You did the assignment. So did I. Who are they to judge our material on it? Right. I struggle with that, too. Our major itself is supposed to be based off creativity just these professors which I actually should hit up the old professors I had one really really great one who's very invested in like our lives still she'll like hit us up on LinkedIn and things but other than that who are these people I don't know I don't talk to any professors I don't think anyone I don't have any connection to my college anymore really aside from the emails that they beg us to like give them money I'm like are you kidding gosh I I know I don't make money like (laughs) Who am I giving? Why would I give you money right now? For me to give money back to Newhouse, which is like one of the biggest communication schools. I mean, I would have to be a multimillionaire to build a studio for them. Oy. Yeah. Oy. I actually went to school with the grandson of Newhouse, which was oh, wow. a mind blowing experience. Yeah. Nepo, Nepo, Nepo. Nepo, Tepo to the Schleppo. This mofo. He was very generous. I actually went abroad with him That's to Madrid nice. and he would he would cover all the drinks like all the rounds and i was so amazed so he's a good nepo we love that if he's you- a good nepo but he's a very vegan nepo and believed in not using deodorant so he was a little bit of like a stanky but very kind nepo <laughs> that's Let's your memory call this of this episode person. 
stanky nepo. No, but like truly a beautiful person, like very free, like loved to smoke weed, was very chill, um, but just didn't really believe in bodily um, using, you know, deodorant, body wash, really anything. He lived very much like natural. He loved to walk barefoot to places. Wow. It was a very crunchy granola. Oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. Stunning. That's nice. <laughs> it's a nice journey for him. Um, I was going to say, I, yeah, I yeah, looked yeah. at Syracuse. I feel like a lot of people are like graduating, going to col- college. It's college yeah. season, right? They're like picking schools and stuff. Or maybe they did that a month oh ago. <laughs> no, fine. there's graduates all over the place. Yeah. I saw so many graduates. Where were they? They were Columbia and New NYU. Right Columbia and NYU, NYU had like so many. Oh, they're all over like the parks, taking beautiful Central Park photos right now. Didn't I tell you when I looked at Syracuse how how I immediately was like, well, I'm not going to go here because there was a blizzard. And so the tour was canceled. So we just went to <laughs> they were like literally like the tour is canceled. And my mom and I were there. I don't even know how we got there. And then we went to some like info session or whatever. Yeah. And I think I saw like the theater school and then every, it was so snowy. There were like, there was so much snow whenever we went. It was probably, I don't know why it was like February or something. Right. And then like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And then there was only like, like nothing was open and there was like one like little dive bar. And I was like, mom, where the hell am I? I'm not going to go to school here. We're in the middle of like a <laughs> snowstorm. There's nothing here. Because it felt like it, there was nothing there. And that first impression of going to see a school and like, oh, yeah, you know, taking it all in. Granted, it's the weather lot. wasn't on my side, but I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> that would be a major turnoff for me, too, especially if it was the, you know, introduction meeting was canceled. I'd be like, this is a bad sign. I'm yeah. not interested. Well, we never. Yeah, yeah, we never got the tour because of the weather. So I was like, you see. OK, yeah. Guess um, we're not going here. However, when I went to BU, when we did the tour. My mom and I left halfway through and went to Newberry Street and got manicures. <laughs> and I was like sitting there getting a manicure. I should have added this to my show because it's a very jappy thing of me to do. But I was like, oh my God, I actually feel like I could go to school here. My mom's like, we're not at the school. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm enjoying my but manicure. But I'm feeling very at home here. <laughs> and I think this will do fine. Yeah. I knew I if I went to school in New York, I would memory. have quit. I would have tried to, to audition and I would have quit school. So I was like grounded yeah. in Boston, you know? Boston's great, but also Syracuse is hours from the city. I mean, you are up there, so there yeah. is no real trips down. I think you know you can't do a quick audition. Looking at them, I feel like I was like, oh, like I want to go in a city. I didn't, I didn't want to go in a campus. Yes, yes. I don't know. It depends. It really depends. Some people love it though. They're like, I want a big sports rah rah mm-hmm. sorority sister snacking time <laughs> sorority snacking sisters i know well it's yeah i Were mean you, you have to kind of know what you want i was and i did meet so many amazing people i was dg delta gamma and i did it just because i thought a lot of my friends were doing it and i really none of my family was ever in like a super big sorority or we didn't really know much about greek life and i didn't even realize syracuse was such a big greek school but i just oh, decided yeah. because i never say no to anything and somebody said come to the you know come to rush and i said All but right. i also feel so like I went, you at that school, that's a really fun social thing to do. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't big at my right. school because we were in a city. People were like, yeah, there yeah. are sororities, but you don't have to do it or anything. You can go to all these parties or whatever. But it's Completely. like a huge part of your social life, right? 
It is and it's not. When you're in the middle of it and all your friends are rushing, you think it's like the center of the entire university. But then as you grow older and you start going into like junior, senior year and you meet all the people that aren't in Greek life, you're like, wait a minute, where were you guys? Like where? Also, all of my eventual like freshman year best friends all ended up in different houses. So we all decided to live together. So when we had big parties. It was like every sorority girl coming from different houses, which I loved because I love to like bring everybody together instead of being like exclusive, which is kind of what sororities are. But you're supposed it's supposed to be like you finding the people you get along with the best. But That's nice. as I've moved to different cities and I've like lost touch with some of the sisters, now I like really kind of miss them. And I'm like, oh, I should hit them up. And I see them all going to each other's weddings. And I think my friends are like these new friends I've met, like you who are in our industry and I've become so close with and I've started to make new friends. But I, I don't like that, that I left. You know, I, I, I miss those people Aww. and I see them all starting new lives like together. They're all each other's bridesmaids. And I'm like, oh, my God, like. <laughs> I, I'm going to say something as your friend. I'm going to be like, Dre, you don't need to be in more weddings. You have a wedding. <laughs> she has like three weddings a month. She's like, I'm starting to feel like I wish I was in, I was a part of these weddings. Like, I like literally didn't invite me. <laughs> yeah. I always tell her, I'm no, like, wait. how do you know so many people who get married? She's like, I'm at that age. I was like, yeah, I was at your age. Couldn't. <laughs> Here's the thing though. I moved to the city the day after I graduated college and you never left. Right. And I never, and I was in LA for a year, but again, I never like, so all my friends were in this industry, like mostly performers and no one got married. (laughs) No one gets married. I know. They basically choose marriage by like force. They're like, I guess I'm pregnant now. I guess we should get married or I guess it's, I need to get on your insurance stat. So let's get married. Yeah. In New York, it's like, it's like, should we get like literally Jared and I like we should share a rent, right? Because like it costs less financially (laughs) smarter. Exactly. New York forces relationships. It does. And that's what it feels like. New York forces relationships. For sure. It for sure does. Um, I was asking my friend, I was like, are you guys going to move in together? And she was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, but like, wouldn't it save you? Like my brain is immediately like, but it saves you money. Right. And Ubers. (laughs) I know we get to share every single tab now. It's great. I know it's it's like great. Sure, thing. you know it's it's funny. Jared and I are on the same phone plan. I'm like, wow, we are already married. That, are, I think that made you get married. That's huge. That's a big step. Well, I don't even think of it as that, but I guess it is. It sounds like it when I say it out loud, right? Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. But then, I mean, once you say it, but then you explain it to people and they're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I have a it's question for you. Uh, oh, actually, I wanted to tell you something. Well, first, did you watch the Vanderpump Rules finale? I did not, but I'm so happy you did because I was watching the Jersey finale, but the Vanderpump, was it shocking? Did you get blasted? Were you Here's surprised? The thing. So I was 17 minutes late. So it was on the plane. Like, you know, they were JetBlue has TV. So it was on Bravo. And I, I thought impressed that they already had it, though. Usually you get only get selective seasons like one, two, three on. No, 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 no. They have direct TV on JetBlue. You've flown JetBlue, right? It's literally TV. So it's whatever's on is on. Oh, that's pretty good. I guess I never turn on the TV when I'm on the pl- I'm like on my phone or whatever. Oh, my God. I, I turn the TV on and I leave it on. Like, I like having the like noise. You know what I mean? Like, I just. <laughs> Sometimes I'll watch a movie if I'm like, oh, it's late. I want to just watch a movie. But I don't know. Last night I just I was like, I'm just going to put the TV in. I watched a lot of like food oh, I, shows. 
but 100% what if I were you too you were sitting there having your little pinot grigio your ugh, your plain snacks as was, deserved because it was a light flight it was it was a, a light flight. it was such a bad late. flight though I had an issue on the flight but um it was not a fun flight <laughs> I'll say that I'm ready I have a I have a complaint email form <laughs> on my tabs right now to it's send to drafted up yeah send it no but you'll laugh why I stopped because I didn't get the name of the flight attendant that I want to fucking rat out and are you kidding me was it a male or female oh both male well they ask they say name number or description and I'm like well if I write a description now I'm gonna look like a fucking Karen and I'm not I'm not in this situation I swear they to asked God you for a so people could describe what the flight attendant looked like so even yeah. if you didn't know their name yeah well what the f- they allow that they they that's part of the thing and so so I stopped there because I was like well here we go but this and and this guy, I will. I, I was going to write the whole thing like he must have had a really shitty day, but he he was every five seconds. He'd come by and be like, the dog has to be fully zipped in the bag. And we said, no, it doesn't. We fly with him all the time. He's in his carrier. It doesn't say it has to be zipped up. It specifically says it has to be zipped up when you're in the airport. Um, Like, you know what I mean? Like going onto the plane or whatever. Good point. Yeah. And you know the rules. You know the rules. He goes, that's not the policy we follow. And I said, okay, well, so we zipped him up and Bobby was freaking out. He has anxiety and he can't breathe and it's so hot. And it was so hot. It's always hot on a JetBlue flight. Uh, I'll say that. They have TV, but it's hot. And he kept no coming airplane. by. And so we kept opening it, you know, for his head to come out so he could just breathe. And 20 minutes he, he this guy was such an asshole about it too he was like well that is our policy blah 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 you know no oh, one else is doing gosh. that no one else i'm like i don't care about what the other dogs are doing this has always been allowed i said i fly with him we fly with him once or twice a month and he 20 minutes before landing comes up and he goes i want to apologize you were right oh <laughs> my you couldn't have told me that an hour ago i was like yeah yeah 20 five minutes and a half hour before flight, the flight lands i was like yeah I know. I appreciate the apology, but like, I'm aware you were you were the only one. You know what I mean? Like all the other flight attendants who walked by saw him, didn't say anything. He's in his carrier. Yeah, I'm following the rules. So fucking rude. So I wanted to complain because I was like, this is bullshit. This ruined the whole flight. Anyway, listen to me. Go off. Um, what was I saying before that? <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I turned it on. Vanderpump Rules. It was 17 minutes in, so I was like, oh, I missed some, but whatever. I know. every. That's the thing about tuning into the finale. We all know this drama, so it's almost like... I know. It's watching like fully it unfolded already. Again. I've never watched this yeah. show in my life. This was the first episode I've ever tuned into, and I thought, I know enough now where I could tune into this finale, and mm-hmm. I know who everyone mm-hmm. is. You know what I mean? But yeah. here's the thing. Oh, and then I they they were like, some of the TVs aren't working. We're going to do a hard reset of all the TVs. So I was like, okay, here's another 10 minutes lost. So I didn't really watch the whole episode. But that guy, he's such a sad liar. Like, I'm like, something's going to happen. Something's not good in this man's future. He is. He has dug, dug himself a grave, you I, know. It's. He needs I don't to understand where people spotlight. Completely. I mean, I, I don't know what you do after this. I would move to. I would. Moved to Hawaii, I, started juice, start. Uh, listen to me, I'm Chris Denner. Start a juice company. <laughs> start a juice company. Call it this. I would fully, yeah, move to Europe, move to Spain, um, pool a Johnny Depp's ex, and move to Spain with my belongings. Right, all of them. It, like yeah. it just he started seems life. so like he's too far in. It's sad now, and it's like 
And I thought Lisa Vanderpump, I was like surprised you didn't watch it yet. Like she she talks with him and was kind of like, she and still cries like, to her. She like, yeah, oh my God, the crying. Oh, the crying, the crying. It's it was too so much. Stupid. It was so forced. But she was sort of like, I still support him. I don't support his like decisions or whatever. And I was like, you know what? He doesn't. He 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 needs someone to be like I don't support you anymore. You know what I mean? Like he needs that kind yeah, of. Yeah, he needs tough love now. Yeah. Well, what's crazy to me about the show is that I don't think any of these people set out to be reality stars. They were all struggling actors that worked at this ho- at this restaurant, as many struggling actors do. And now they're just thrust into the limelight, following these storylines, and this is their life now. This is their chosen path. Interesting. Right? So that like, you don't think they, rock- I was going to say I think they all probably moved to Hollywood to get on television, and this was a great way to get in. Yeah, but now their entire life is tarnished. Their yeah. name, they're never going to get picked up to be on a TV show anymore. They're reality no. stars. And now he's going to be a singer. What's with the singing career <laughs> and the the eye makeup and the bejeweled clothes as if this is like a full on, as if he's a rock star. Honey, you can't put three notes together. Yeah. I don't think he can. I mean, I don't know. It just seems like an insane amount of. Uh, a, a whole image tarnished from this whole cheating thing. And now he's just going to be known as Tom Scandival Scumdival for the rest of his Scumdival. I kind of love that, though. Scumdival. It's like Tristan Trashcan Thompson and Tom Scumdival. Are you going to watch it? Well, I did watch, oh, the finale of Vanderpump. Yes, I will. But I'll be honest. I didn't tune into this show until this drama and to watch James Kennedy because I think he's very much the star of the show. Who's James Kennedy? <laughs> He's the English one. And in the reunion, he calls Tom Sandoval a poo-poo head. He goes, you know oh, what I... you are? A poo-poo head. Yeah. That was funny. I saw that. Um... I find him entertaining. Yeah. I like that. I don't know that I'll watch the show, though. Like, I feel like I've no, seen everything no. I need to see. I've seen what I needed to see. And for that, I am out. I will be. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm tuning in for the drama. And that's it. I mean, as everyone is. So have fun. Their, their ratings are through the roof right now. And they're enjoying that little surge. But after that, it'll be donezo. Yeah. But next up, Kardashians on Hulu. I think it's May 25th, baby. Look, listen next to us plug it up. They need to. We need to. I want to get a press package from them. We need to go to some kind of we premiere. To- How do we get on that? There's going to be a premiere. I know. There's going to be a premiere. And you know what we're, we're going to contact? Amanda Hirsch from Not Skinny But Not Fat because she's got the in and that's our in because we're friends with her. Oh, my God. Good call. Yeah. Listen to us. You're, that done. was such a big wig move. She was like, and who are we going to call? I have someone already. Okay. I've got it. She's a big wig. It. We're going to have her on. I would love for her to be our first guest, honestly. A very big wig. Okay. Now that we have that settled, episode 20, guys, it's going to be a big one because we're going to have our new music. We're, we're freshening up. We're having a, a glow up, if you will. You a, know, episodes was 1 through 19. It's just a starter, Anna. Really, yeah. it's the starter kit. It's the we appetizer. Had to get our feet wet. Yeah. It's the appetizer. Before get ready for the main event, baby, because it's only going to get... <laughs> I like that we're getting a glow up for episode 20. It's only going to get better from here. Um, I'm I'm obsessed with all of you. Some of you have said like, you know, you'll DM us and be like, I'm a big wig. And I like, I absolutely love that. Um, so we're going to get you some merch too for, <laughs> for being a big wig. Merch. We need it. I need a sweatshirt that says big wig only. <laughs> <laughs> Anna's like, honestly, we don't need any frills, just a big wig to start. And I fully agree with you. We send each other back and forth like different designs. We're like, honestly, let's just get the main thing to start, which is just big wigs. 
and call it a day. I love it. Um, I love it. This I has love been an you. Thank you fire for, episode. Thank you for being such an amazing um, partner and friend for oh. and being such a good cheerleader for my show. It was like it's so I'm oh. very lucky to have to get to work with you and to have you in my life. So thank oh, you so what? much. I, Anna's getting emotional. Don't get emotional with me. I'm getting emotional. I'm getting emotional, sweetie. Before my mic explodes <laughs> in my fucking face. There are a few <laughs> awkward cuts in this episode. Just know that my microphone is literally blowing up on me. Oh my God. Well, you pulled it together. And we Thank have the, the time codes. Um, but yes, bigger and better than ever. Your show was absolutely phenom. And I can't wait to see the the new show in August, which Thank will you. be just I mean you're you're working and twerking and it's gonna be tight it's gonna be great thanks sweetie. so we're excited for that it was a big wake week for sure and uh, I enjoy you all next week we'll be talking about um whatever goes on and I was lives, like what are we talking is- about next week well it's gonna always happen. next week we'll probably be together we might be together actually at TBD we should TBD we're doing it we're doing it in studio I'm, I'm already well two weeks manifested. we're doing it in the studio yes but next week yes we will be together oh next week I'm coming back to New York we're gonna have lots to do it's gonna be great uh in the meantime have a beautiful week sorry this episode came out late but um now you know why we made it happen <laughs> now you know why we're falling apart at the, at the teams okay Mwah. love you Anna bye whatever you're saving up for A CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.00% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash CD specials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC.